Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All of you should be willing to die for your baby. In the same manner in which you have kids and you will go into debt to feed them, that's why they are prosperous today. Does everybody follow that? That's the heart of the issue, the motivation of the issue. That is not me telling you to go broke to feed your kids. That's not me telling you to feed your kids, have just enough money to feed them, and you skip a meal and pretend that you ate. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, but I am saying there is a heart there. There is an understanding that if you're gonna keep your children alive, you need to be willing to do anything that is in comfort and discomfort for your children. So all you should be processing that. Great, now I think I'm breaking up. Am I breaking up, Michelle? Chantel, am I breaking up? You bet. You bet. All right, I'm back, okay. I'm logging on my phone here after I finish talking, sorry, that, that can start happening. But that's the heart of it. So that's the positive side. This other side that you have to go get a loan to go get a business. Actually, let me just say it. Let me say it the way I really want to say it. Be caution of the advice of poor people. This is really the way I really want to say it. In fact, let me, can y'all hear me? Be cautious of the advice of poor people. Stop letting people tell you uh, how to do things and they haven't done it themselves. I don't even know this person you're talking of, but if someone is telling you the wait, only wait, option- Wait, 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 You know this person. Go ahead. Well, that, well, it wouldn't even matter. I'm telling you right now, without knowing who you're talking to, this person is wrong. I can tell you that right now. I don't care who it is. They're wrong if they said this with exclusivity. Getting a loan is an option, but that option doesn't work too well in the information age. I'm not saying that option does not work. It is readily and available. We're in a bubble because of it, because venture capitalists or VCs are handing out money to companies that have never profited ever but you don't want none of you should be doing your best to get into massive amounts of debt to start your business if you've never recorded a profit this is an unpopular opinion but I'm telling you right now we have far too many companies in the world and in America especially that have never recorded a profit but they're valued far too high I'm not speaking to you. Yeah, do me a favor. D dial me in on, on this here. I'm speaking to you from a manner of, I know what I'm talking about. I am speaking to you from a manner of, we're getting ready to have an economic crash. 
because of what you just talked about. The housing market in 2008, from 2000 to 2008, were releasing adjustable rate mortgages or arms. They were giving out loans to people who cannot afford it over and over and over. And then finally, when that bubble popped, we went into massive debt. The whole, the global economy, but it, hold on. All right, can y'all hear me? Am I Sweet. Good, I'm, I'm on the phone, I know where I'm bringing up. The global economy crashed because we were giving out too many loans. Robert Kiyosaki had three ways to make money. Everybody draw this for me on your paper. On the left side of your paper, I want you to put the letter I. If you want to be rich, write this down. If you don't, you can do what you want. On the left side of your paper, you're gonna draw three different classes of income. On the left side of your paper, you're gonna draw the letter I. That stands for income. On the right side of your paper, you're gonna draw the letter E. That stands for expenses. Letter I, letter E. You can find what I'm getting ready to tell you in Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. If you get your income, that's letter I, draw an arrow from the I to the E and make sure the arrow points to the E. That means income goes into expenses. If your money works that way, you're poor. I don't care if you, I, I, I don't care if you're a millionaire. I don't care if you got uh, retirement, social security. If your money goes from income to expenses, you're poor. You're not middle class, you're poor. That's the poor model. If you get money and you throw it away, that is poor. You might as well be on a street corner selling dope for joy. It's no different. Because you get your money and you go buy rims with it. You get your money, you say, well, I'm not buying rims. Okay, you get your money to go to rent. That is poor. That is the poor model of spending. And if you don't catch that, then I cannot help you in changing your mindset to wealth. I'm gonna get as in your face as possible because you don't have the luxury to argue with what is proven. You need to argue with your subconscious, not argue with what is proven. If you get your money and it goes from income to expenses, I don't care if you're used to making $100,000, if you've been working as a teacher for 20 years, you're broke. That's poor. Here's the middle class model. The middle class model, I want you to draw on this same piece of paper, the letter I on the left, the letter E on the right. Same thing you just did with the poor, but there's one caveat in between. So right now you have a horizontal, but don't draw the arrow yet, but you have an I and an E like this. 
now in center mass, which means in the center, but then go down in the center, but you know, two or three lines down from your paper, I want you to write the letter F. So it's gonna be I, E, F, like a triangle. I am giving you a bachelor in accounting right now. You can leave food. I, I know Michael Tate enjoys what I'm doing right now because he is a financial consultant. <laughs> this is for a living. Yeah. All right. If you're, now, this time I want you to draw the arrow like this. I want you to draw the arrow from the I to the F and close the arrow. I make that one complete arrow. I to F. Now what I want you to do is make another arrow from the F to the E. I to the F, F to the E. Kalisha, this is for you. This is for the person who told you to do this has put you in a middle class model. From the I to the F to the E. That's middle class. Here's what that means. That means you get income and then you say, oh, please, financial institution, let me borrow more money than what I actually make to make, to allow me to make payments on what I can't actually afford. And please give me that money so I can pay for my expenses. I'll repeat that. Here's my income, but you know what, old Bank of America, old Chase Bank, uh, loan shark in the hood, do me a favor, cash advance. Oh, F stands for financial institution. F stands for financial institution. Do me a favor, financial institution. I have to pay $30,000 for this car but I only make $30,000 a year. If I actually buy the car with my own money, then I won't have any more money for the rest of the year. So allow for me to borrow from you what I can't afford. So I can then go borrow from someone else for my rent, mortgage, and my utilities, and my cost of living. And the moment you find yourself in this category, Felicia, you are doomed to the middle class. And all of you should have a, an affinity to go to the upper class. Notice what I did not tell you have a problem with the middle class. Have an affinity to go to the upper class. I am telling you this is a bachelor's in accounting. I didn't totally stole your class. You need to understand. You need to get this or your businesses are doomed. I am the tree stump preacher right now, preaching doom and gloom. The Lord cometh, except it ain't the Lord. It's the repo man. Okay? When you only make $30,000 a year, and your car costs you $20,000 a year. 
you're now spending 66.7% of your money on your vehicle. You're only giving yourself 33.3% of your money to live. But now you have to pay rent. This is why all of y'all have one check go to the car and insurance and one check go to rent. Come on, who know what I'm talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. One check goes to the car, the insurance, and the gas. The other check goes to rent. Because you are doomed in a model that some, whoever, whoever told police this, dooms you in this model. I'm not telling you nothing is wrong with loans. I'm going to explain to you how to use loans properly when I get to the upper class. Is everyone processing that I to F to E is middle class? But let me press this home even further. The American dream is a lie. It has been bankrupt. You have been lied to. And if no one else is going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. This is what they told you with the American dream. Get you a house. Get you a car. Retire at 65. Get some insurance. And then silently go. I write how I talk. I'm an extremely bubbly person and I love the words amazing, awesome, and great. And I use a lot of exclamation points. Grammarly is a digital writing assistant that helps more than 20 million people put their best words forward. Signing up for a Grammarly account is free and gives you real time spelling and grammar checks as you write. And it works where you work so you can communicate with clarity and confidence on every platform. If you want deeper insights on your writing, Grammarly Premium gives you advanced feedback on tone, word choice, punctuation, and more. I find myself relying on Grammarly now because it shows me when I'm using awesome or great or amazing so many times. It helps me pull back and not use them so much. And I love that because it'll underline the word for me and it'll give me a suggestion on a better way to use a word. Grammarly Premium helps you write like a pro with advanced real-time feedback. You can level up your writing for work, school, or even in personal projects. And it's a perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. Get 20% off Grammarly Premium when you sign up at Grammarly.com slash success. That's 20% off Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com slash success. G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash success. Hey everybody, just as Deanna said, this is amazing. I want to give you a tip with Grammarly that I've been using for the last couple of years. So as an author, I typically self-publish most of my writings in the first place. And... I pay for Grammarly and Grammarly has this amazing ability to catch not just grammatical errors, but sentence structure and all sorts of stuff. So to be honest with you, instead of paying for an editor to edit my book, I literally use Grammarly as an editor and put out my books. How cool is that? So if you're talking about taking your personal brand to the next level, I strongly consider Grammarly and hey, they didn't tell me to say this, but I'm telling you to tell you to say this. You can use Grammarly as an editor for all your self-published books. Pretty cool, right? Get 20% off Grammarly premium when you sign up at Grammarly.com. 
grammarly.com slash success. That's 20% off Grammarly Premium at grammarly.com slash success. G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash success. Your grade paying taxes. That is not okay. That is not okay. And if you could look at every baby boomer and beyond, and they, it makes no sense that your hardworking grandmother who cooks the best sweet potatoes and the best ribs and all that stuff is a Walmart greeter. That is an injustice. It is unfair. It is, it is wrong. It, and it's not her fault. It is not her fault because somebody like me did not get to her and teach her this. The American dream is the middle class. The middle class pays the brunt of all taxes. Poor people can't pay taxes, although rich people pay more in dollar amount of taxes, they pay less in percentage. I'll give you a perfect example. If ExxonMobil has an oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico right now, ExxonMobil would not pay to clean up that oil spill because they don't pay taxes. They have what you call tax credits. And it, it's been happening since Bush one was in, in White House. It continues to happen. So since the ExxonMobil's not gonna pay for the oil spill, and Tamika and Tammy can't pay for the oil spill, and Becky Sue getting food stamps can't pay for the oil spill, because they eating off the government, it only leaves Carol, Chantel, Talisha, Tempest. The middle class pays for everything. And if you don't believe that, I want you to go back to 2009 when gas went all the way up. Gas went so high, it became a bill in your house. It was the first time ever you had to actually budget for gas. And everyone in the middle class was choosing between driving to work and gas and their medical insurance. And get these financial facts. Because if you don't get them, you're gonna market poorly, you're gonna sell poorly, you need a wealth mindset. Out of F to E is middle class. Talisha, this person told you, go to a financial institution and then pay for your bills. That's gonna doom you into the middle class unless you do it another way. Here's the proper way. Should you wanna live amongst the top 1%? Chantel's like, yes, give it to me. Same piece of paper, you're going to draw the I and the E and the F the same way you have. The F was at the bottom. Same thing. I stands for income. F stands for financial institutions. E stands for expenses. Now, at the same position as the F, but inverse or up. So you're going to make a diamond this time. You're going to put the letter A. This is where I live. This is where I live. 
I live in the letter A. <clears throat> it's called asset. Now, before I tell you I live in the letter A, I think right now, today, by in the next 15 days, I have to pay somewhere around $25,000 in payments to people. I have to pay for some coaching. I have to pay for some flights. I have to pay for some other stuff typically got written down I can't even think of right now. In the next 15 days, I'm going to have to come off of $25,000. What y'all will do is go to your income. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't touch my income. I will make payments on a debt before I ever touch my income. I want What I want you to do on this wealthy strategy now is I want you to put a circle around the letter I and I want you to draw a line through it, like a do not enter sign. I never touch my income. I don't care, I don't care how cool we are. I don't care if I need it. I don't care if you're helping me. I don't care if you're my mama. I refuse to touch my income because it ain't my job to touch my income. And you, sir, you ma'am, you couple, you will never pressure me into touching my income because I'm not going to let your desire for your prosperity push me into the middle class. I don't touch my income. Period, point blank. I invest my income. I don't touch it. Now, and since I don't touch my income, I am taxed at a lesser bracket than you. Here's how it works. When you live like me, your letter A is called asset. I eat from the income. Now what I want you to do is I want you to draw a long arrow. You're gonna just you're gonna circle this arrow. Asset goes to expenses. Asset, the letter A, all the way to the right. Goes to expenses. Income I don't touch. I have an expense. My my assets take care of it. What are some of my? I got 16 streams of income. We got real estate, ATS University, ATS anything is plenty in there. Plantbed University, all sorts of stuff. A to F. I mean, excuse me, to E. Notice that I pay all my bills from my asset column. Is everybody following that? Have I mentioned the F yet? Because I don't use it. The only time I use F, and you can put financial institutions, that's credit cards too. The only time I use F is when I am gaining to manipulate the system. F is all about credit. My credit score fluctuates from an 800 to a 550 every year. Has nothing to do with bad credit. When I'm ready to drop down on a $60,000 house, I put it on my credit card. My debt will force my credit score down. And then what I will do is I will have a renter, Chantel, come in that house 
and pay off my credit card. Did anybody see me touch my income yet? You see Michael Tate Clapp. He's a financial consultant. He wishes all his clients would see this. <laughs> I make sure other people pay for my bills. This is very important that you understand this. I only use F to gain the system. And if you're not doing that, you're not being in the upper class. You're being in the middle class. And if you enjoy your middle class life, or with all happiness and you're not complaining, I'm not talking to you. Because you're living your highest expression of yourself and by universal law, you are the happiest people on planet and your prosperity we can't even count. Because the law of attraction your God gives you stuff that you don't even pay for. But if you are complaining, I am talking to you. If you complain one time this year, you fit in this category. Get yourself out the middle class as fast as possible. This university teaches you how to get out the middle class. There is no other way. There is no other way. Use loans to leash when you need to. I don't suggest any of you start off your company with loans. Why do I not suggest you start off your company with loans? Because if you have to start off your company with a loan, you automatically told me you broke. And if you broke, I automatically know your credit score. And write this down. Credit score is the numerical equivalent of your character or the numerical assessment of your character. Your credit score is the numerical assessment of your character. Here's what that means. Yes. Here's what that means. That means you promise to pay somebody back. They found you unworthy. You did not keep your word. You are at a 586 of trustworthiness. You are at a 390 of trustworthiness. Now, if I know for sure you don't pay back a loan, period, what makes you think you're going to pay back a loan in your business? Michael Tate, jump in and give me some real world examples, man. Jump in and give me some real world examples. You deal with this all day, every day. Tell me, tell them if I'm right. Jump in, real world examples, some clients that you see. Don't give it to me, because I'm dead serious. No, he's trying to he's get his phone straight. So keep going, and then I'll, I'll let you jump in as soon as you're ready. So, so, so yeah, as soon as you log in, I mean, you know, you probably, probably Talk, and I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. But so as so be ready. So I'll, I'll keep talking to them. Well, actually, before that, Chantel, ask me a question to them. Okay, real quick, because this right here, I, just, I think it came in full circle right there at the end for me. So let me just go say this. Your asset, basically the value that you're given when you're doing maybe 
workshops, when you're going out doing things like that, that is what is paying for your expenses. But what you're getting from, I didn't, when you say your income, so where's the, so yeah. the income is coming from the business. Your income would be from, your income would be from a job, from a job, from dividends. I'm sorry, yeah, it, it could be from a job. I, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about a job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have one. Yeah, yeah. I don't have one. So in my case, my income will come from a salary. Okay. Like the company gives me a salary, you know, et cetera. And that's my income. My income will be the salary that I draw from that business that I own. I had to think of that for a yeah. second because now that I've moved and what I'm going to is a job. What I'm, you know, yep. that for is not really even for the money. So I, I had to just, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get no, no. my audience, really. So that was really it. But so, okay. All right. I got it. That was it right there. And check this out. Most of you are unprofitable because here's how you spend your money in your business you get your money, you pay your bills, and anything left over you live off of. Come on. Put your hand in there. Who, who, who I just described. That's your whole business. That's exactly why you're not popular. Okay. Because if you get your money, I, I actually teach this. I, I call it something. I can't. I call it. I call it something with profit. I actually teach this. If you get your money and you and you open up three different bank accounts, you open up a bank account just for your expenses, a bank account just for your income, and a bank account for your operations. This is fantastic information I'm giving you. If you open up a bank account for your business, excuse me, bank account for your operations, a bank account for your expenses, and a bank account for your income, this is what you'll do. The next time you make money, you put your income in, you put your expenses in that account, and then you got your operating expenses, you will be more mindful of your money. And guess what you'll also do? You'll also say, man, here's my operating expenses. It's low. And guess what the next natural step you do? I need to make some sales. And then you'll take sales seriously. Right? Then you'll take sales seriously. But the reason why you can't take sales seriously is because you don't have a system devised to make you see how important sales is. And then here's what's gonna happen. And now I'm gonna start answering Denise's question. Here's what's gonna happen. Once you start taking sales seriously, you say, man, I can't get over this hump in sales. Something I need to do. And you're gonna come here and I'm gonna say, well, you need to be marketing. And I'm gonna, you're gonna say, wow, I don't have a marketing expense. And you're gonna say, what? You need to take the operations and create a marketing budget. Now, the more you market, the more sales you get. The more new customers, the more money you get, right? Now you start taking marketing seriously. Now Denise has a fantastic question. Please address the marketing strategy difference between convincing people to exchange their money for my product and exchanging their time for my product. There's only one, well, I don't want to say there's only, the most valuable resource or strategy you can use in this field that she just asked, this field of questions she just asked, 
is to give away your resources. That's why you all are not being profitable. Because amateurs try to make all their money on the front end. When you first went to Walmart, I know it's real hard to remember the first time you ever went to Walmart. It's, it's so much of a community thing. You didn't go to Walmart and spend $500. That's not what you did. Walmart marketed you to buy some toilet paper. It cost Walmart more money to bring you in the store. It cost Walmart about $175 to market you into the store. You bought $3 worth of stuff. They lost money. But guess what you said? Wow, it's big in here. Come on, who, who remembers that? The first time you went to Walmart. I remember, I'm from a small town, Dallas and Texas. The first time we got a Walmart was like 1990, no, like 1992, a super Walmart. And who was like, wow, they have clothes? And food and batteries, we were we, we, we were we were just flabbergasted. You go to one place to get everything. Okay, maybe y'all don't remember that like I remember it. Because y'all from big cities. As for me in my small city, Walmart was huge, okay? But remember the first time you went to Walmart, you bought one thing. They lost money on you. Denise, I hope you can sit at the desk and you can hear this. They lost money on you. But guess what they did? They got you. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is makes it news as a customer and you went wow i've got to come back here boom right there that's when they plan on making your money it's called customer lifetime value How much does parent profit me for the lifetime that I can keep him? Walmart understands that almost every person is going to spend on the average $30,000 in Walmart. Over their lifetime, you're going to spend $30,000. You're going to spend a yearly salary in Walmart. And you know what they do? They spend $175 to lose money to get you in. And then once you go, they know when you come back, as long as they give you good customer service, you're going to profit them 
$33,000. I need you to get that Walmart is focused on money on the back end. Not, if, if, if you're not, if you're not catching this, it's okay. I'll just give it to you over and over and over and over until you catch it. Amazon Prime does it better than anybody. Nobody does it better than Amazon Prime. Nobody. Nobody. Now, actually, I'm going to put Amazon Prime and Apple at the same time. Nobody focuses on money on the back end better than Amazon Prime. Notice I'm not even saying Amazon. I'm saying Amazon Prime. The Prime membership loses Amazon money. I think I pay $110, something like that a year. And it went up. I, I don't even care. They can go up to $500 a year. I can't. I, I accidentally ordered something off of Amazon and it wasn't on Prime. I, I felt like I waited three months to get my stuff. It was just, it was probably like nine days, but it felt like three months. I was so spoiled in two days. I'm so spoiled. <laughs> they go up five. Listen, as far as I was there, toilet paper and Amazon Prime can go up. I'm not going to be complaining. I got to go do what I got to go do. I'm just, Toilet paper would be ten dollars a roll tomorrow. I'm still gonna buy toilet paper. It is what it is. Amazon Prime loses money. They make you pay ninety nine dollars, but as soon as you buy thirteen things, three things, or four things, as soon as you buy three things, you then the shipping then took care of it. They lose money in shipping, but you know why they do it, Michael Tate? Christmas. Christmas. They know you're gonna do all your shopping on Amazon. Christmas and Cyber Monday, and Black Friday, and Amazon Day, Amazon Prime Day, they're gonna make all their money back off of you plus more. You see how they lost money up front? Or broke even? Apple does it too. Apple says, get this phone, but we're not, we're not really charging for the phone. We charge Sprint for the phone. <laughs> so Sprint will give you the phone for free. It's two. You know what Apple do? Apple makes sure your headphones cost thirty dollars. Come on, now. I wish I had somebody. That. Apple makes sure you get all the accessories more than once. This is my thousand pair of Apple headphones. I'm probably not exaggerating. And the charger break in the same spot. The same spot. This, you know, same spot. I got a top of the line Mac and this phone, but the charger ripped in the same spot. Focus on money on the back end. So concisely, Denise, if you want to, your marketing strategy, everything I just told you was marketing strategy from Amazon Prime to Apple to Walmart. I gave you three different marketing strategies. All these Fortune 100 companies focus on breaking even up front and keeping you as a customer for a lifetime. How many of you are doing your speaker business like that right now? Your coaching business, your car business, your staging business, your etiquette business, your financial consulting business, your publicist business, your Christian business, your double certified Brian A. Johnson business. Until you focus on breaking even up front, 
and then slowly walking your customer to value after value after value. Why would I exchange my money with you when I don't know you? Half of y'all, I have to talk to you personally after someone else talked to you. In order for you to get in the business, half of y'all, I didn't even bring you to business university. You just had to make sure you had access to me. Somebody missing it. They missing the Michael Say. Go ahead, Michael Say. You got this. You got this. All right, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Go back over that finance and stuff so they can get that. Hey, family, that was that was superb and 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 uh, definitely definitely timely. <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of challenging to follow up with what you uh, on what you said, my brother. But I can just echo a couple points. I mean, one is making sure, obviously, that we pay ourselves first. We've been so conditioned to go out, work extremely hard, exchange our energy and knowledge for income, which is also energy, and then we go and we pay everybody else. Not only is that a poverty mindset, it's a slave mentality, right? From my, my point of view, I was just sharing with my coach, the double certified uh, the people's pastor this morning. You know, that's my team. I got to rep my squad. You know what I'm saying? I got to rep my squad. Uh, I, w- I was sharing with him this morning, man, that I have adopted a mindset that I'd rather struggle on my feet than kiss anybody gluteus maximus on my knees, meaning I'm not accepting any opportunities going back to corporate America or anything. It's me or nothing. I'm all or nothing. I'm 10 toes into this thing, you know? So uh, bad no me, no excuses, just results. From a financial standpoint, uh, a lot of the things uh, uh, Tony, that you shared, brother, or Mr. Antonio, that you shared, man, we just haven't been given uh, the proper mindset, nor did we grow up having the resources to even be able to fathom how to properly move in, the, in this environment, right? So everything that you said today was extremely liberating. Um, one of the things, there's a couple trains of thoughts that some people say you should obviously invest or raise your own capital. Obviously, your employment today is the lending institution so if you're paying yourself first then simultaneously you can be raising capital from your job to invest into your business and then making a proper exit so that you can continue to grow your business if you happen to do the latter then obviously you want to partner with a lending institution and utilize credit as leverage to as an asset to invest into another asset Right. So that, again, King, is all about proper mindset and saying, hey, I'm going to utilize the resources that I do have so that I could properly put it in proper soil so that it can grow into something that's more grand than I had anticipated. So that's why, uh, to your point, brother, it's critical to make sure that you have your uh, your character intact all the way around, starting with your your financial uh, literacy understanding how to properly leverage and use use uh, uh credit and and funds so um that's that's my my brief contribution this morning but also shameless plug for anybody that actually needs help with their credit business funding business loans hey i'm your boy you know i'm i'm, I'm your guy yeah. reach out to me yeah, hey, sorry, Antonio. I'm, I'm gonna send you a check. I'm gonna cut the check. I got a bag for you, brother. No, no, no. I had to do, you, you, I had to do the shameless plug. We, we send you checks. It's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Okay. I've received that. All great to the most high. But yeah, if there's somebody who want to have uh, an offline discussion on 
uh, on my point of view and some of the things that I've actually been able to do um, in leveraging not only where I am, but also helping you ascertain different assets. I'd be more than happy to have an offline discussion. There it is. There it is. And I want you to pay attention to like he, he works for us now. He is our financial guy. That, yeah, yes, yes. We clap for that. We clap for that. Work, work. I say work with us as well. Rather would like to say it. And he's the credit guy. He's, he's all, all that. What I just noticed when I was explaining, he knew exactly. He probably had that on his computer. And then he uploaded it to the chat. I, I wasn't making that up. That is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It is a book that I read twice a year. Just to keep in mind to stay where I'm at. This is why I I was strong about that. And I'm not I'm not I would do this on CNN. I'll do it in, 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 in church. It doesn't matter to me. If someone gives you the advice of poor people, I'm not gonna let you take that. And if you think I'm being harsh, there's only the road to poverty and the road to prosperity. That is it. Any other words you're trying to use, middle class is poverty. If you don't believe me, get in it and see what it feel like. You almost need, you almost need $37 an hour to be broke in America. Anything less than $37 an hour, you feel like you're poor, don't you? That's the truth. And they're not telling you that because the system is designed to keep as many, the system is designed to keep 97% of you in it so you can keep paying taxes. No taxes, no government. In capitalism. And think about this for a second. This is a country that was trained no taxation without representation. We were founded on no taxes. Then capitalism took over. I think Terrence had a question. You had a question, question Terrence? Thank yeah, you. I did have a question. Um, where does the assets come from? Fantastic, fantastic question. Assets, well, let's define assets first. I'll go, since I'm using Robert Kiyosaki, I'll continue to define it as Robert Kiyosaki would say. Assets is something that puts money in your pocket. Liability is something that takes money out your pocket. Asset is something that puts money in your pocket. Liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. There are other definitions. Robert Kiyosaki has given the greatest definition that I've ever heard, and even college professors uses his definition. An asset puts money in your pocket. A liability takes money out of your pocket. If you pay rent, that's a liability for you, an asset for the building owner. If you pay mortgage, that's a liability for you. So your house is not an asset. That is a lie. Unless you do hair out your house or something and you make more money than your mortgage, then that's okay now. It's an asset. Your house is a liability for you. 
an asset for the banker. If it puts money in your pocket, it's an asset. If it takes money out your pocket, it's a liability. So how, where do assets come from? Assets come from things, or I should say more specifically, vehicles that put money in your pocket. Let's list you some common vehicles. Certificate of deposit, very slow and sucky, but these are CDs, but it's still an asset, okay? Long, not long, geez. Stock, real estate, these are common vehicles of assets. Businesses, common vehicles of assets. Now, let me give you specific vehicles of assets. Carol's business coaching. Chantel's speaker training and coaching company, especially the arm that deals with the teenage girls. Those are assets. Creditology, founded by Michael Tate, that's an asset. Uh, Terrence, your car, uh, this is called a car company. I know I'm not saying it right, but you get the point. That's an asset. Your wife, Michelle's staging company, asset. Every business that Tempest owns, all assets. The Brian A. Johnson Group, asset. The DeMarie Group, Access. One Red Shoe, Access. Human con Humor Consultants, Field and Susan Sorrentino, Access. Uh, etiquette, Access. Transform Your Life with DJ, Access. Ashley's Cleaning Business, Access. Denise Hills, Denise Hills Radio Show is Income. That's not an asset. That's her job. Her conference she's doing in October is an asset. Her speaker training and coaching business, an asset. All five or six of her books, they're assets. She has a whole online community that's an asset. She does videos and voiceovers for people, asset. You get it? I've tried to hit everybody, okay? Those are assets. I gave you common assets, and I went to each of you, not all of you, but to each of you to have definite assets. Those are assets. They come from vehicles that you've designed to generate you money. Because it is separate from your income. Even if you draw a salary from the asset, your salary is now income but your whole business is not going to be your whole salary because your business will continue to make money. I'm getting ready to throw out a book. Sit this, unmute your mic and tell them what that means. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm getting ready to throw out a book. What does that mean? It's made you a lot of money. Okay, if I throw out a book, it's made me a lot of money. I'll throw out the book and I'll even do you a solid favor. The book is called $100 Startup. Now, 
just by chance, you say to yourself, man, I would love that book, bro, stress it right now, and I can't rub two dimes together. The author is so nice, it's on YouTube. I posted the link. $100 startup. I just posted the link. $100 startup is a book that creates, that tells you about micro businesses. Remember I said common assets, one of those was business, right? A micro business is a business in which only takes one employee, no more than two. A micro business. So you don't have to hire people, but you make hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars from one or two employees. An example of such a business is one guy in the book knew his city very well. He created a map so tourists can find his city. Created a relationship with some corner stores and convenience stores and the tourism place in the city. And the map was different. It wasn't a map of geographical locations. It was a map of here's what's hot in this city. Here's the best restaurants. Here's the best public restrooms. Here's the best places for your kids. There's none kid-friendly places. And he sold that map for $100,000 a year. That's how many he sold. No employees. He just knew how to draw. And had a relationship with a printing company. Another example in this book is y'all familiar with Evernote, the app Evernote? Well, people didn't know how to use Evernote. One person got sick of it. He was a guy. He wrote a manual of, of Evernote. Put it on iTunes and everywhere. Sold it for $6.99 or something like that. The manual went viral. So viral, Evernote called him because he made millions of dollars. And he thought, man, I'm in trouble. And Evernote said, no, we want to hire you. Can we hire you to keep doing that for our app? No employees. He took what he knew, wrote an ebook, and that ebook has set him into financial freedom. You're getting, you're getting marketing, finance, and business training all this time. Now check this out. The point of the micro-businesses is you build around what you already do well or what you know. And you create that business. Now Terrence, this is for you, my man. You create that business that has no employees, no overhead, to fund your real business. That's called creating an asset to fund an asset, and that is what I do. The ATS business, in fact, I won't even tell you. One of my staff tell me how the ATS JR company came into existence. Give them the real story how this company came into existence. Don't matter who. 
we started off as a dog company. And we hit, I guess we, we got to a mountain with that company and we created the ATSJR company to fund that, to fund that company. Exactly. Exactly. What I did, we had another company, it was called the Brook Carrot University, and we hit a major financial wall. We needed $100,000 to finish it's trademark. It's cool. Yeah, it's trademark. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we can talk about it now. It's trademark. Y'all can't do nothing about it. Okay. Tempest had already got the email. The the, the, the trademark lawyer that hit our trademark lawyer. It's already done. It's cool. We hit a major wall. Did I go and get a job, Tempest? No. I said, well, what do I do well, Michael Tate? Oh, I can show speak. And I'm already speaking. I'll just start a speaking company. Les Brown had no idea who I was. I started a speaking company that took over the world. And Brent Darden, this is the real story, found a member of Les Brown Company, told Les Brown about me. And they left, not Les. A bunch of people called me, and somehow I ended up on the phone with Susan Sorrentino as a member. I am not joking. That is the real story. I never applied for the Les Brown Institute, anything. They found me. I came in, because this made sense, and the first person I met was Susan Sorrentino. Thank God for that introduction. All right? I started this company to pay for the other company. I did not go get a second job because if you pay taxes twice when you have a job before you get it and when you spend your money, if you don't get a second job, now you're paying taxes four times. And please let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I don't love my country that much to pay taxes to it four times. I love my country but not to pay taxes four times. It's crazy. Taxes are your biggest expenses. You're going to multiply by four? Inappropriate. Start a company to fund the company. That's how you do it. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1%. And they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is a possible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 
46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And 
I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy, famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10X your retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, 
I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour paid training and i couldn't find someone not one person for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools which is the technology itself to match the right candidates up with your job you can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to Apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, 
soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.